the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America everyone and welcome. This is Karen Schoen and you are listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. The Alliance has been doing an amazing job and helped two bills get passed in Florida. One of them is about scholarships, and scholarships will now be given to homeschool students as well as regular school students. So if your child is in a a public school, and they are teaching things that you don't like, you have the ability to request a scholarship. And then due to the parental choice bill, you can send your child to any school you choose, including a homeschool environment. The Alliance has a program about micro schools, and these are basically co-ops of parents who have come together. They are homeschooling their children, and each parent has something to offer. They meet one or two times a week, and the children enjoy each other's company, then take their studies home and work at home. Too many of you feel that you can't teach your child. You're not a teacher. You're not qualified. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Folks, if you can read and write and do math, you can teach your child anything and you can learn along with them, which is what we need you to do. So please pay attention. Go to goflca.com or come to kbshown at bellsouth.net and ask what we can do to help you get the scholarship and get your child out of the indoctrination clinics. Folks, one of the things that this crowd wants is to make sure that we have nothing. We will own nothing and be happy. They say that all the time. All you have to do is listen to them. They make up programs that cannot work. The programs are expensive. And then they come back to you and say, but we just need a little more money. We just need a little more time. That's also wrong. All they are doing is looking for power and control. They want to control everything we own. And I just read an article that What a surprise. Joe Biden is now going to squash the incandescent light bulb with which Trump said we should have a choice of any light bulbs we want. Choice is what America is about. And here we have Biden doing once again. And one of the prime targets that I have noticed going on in multiple municipalities is the fact that they are eliminating, they are outlawing, they are telling people, no, you cannot build, we will not build single-family homes in our communities. What is that all about? What right do they have if our uh, 
municipality has a comp plan, and in this comp plan, they have zoned off areas, particular areas, where single-family homes, where we will all be able to live the American dream. Not with this crowd. They're not interested in that. As a matter of fact, if you remember a line from a, an old movie, which I was my favorite movie, which is no longer allowed because it's racist, but Gone with the Wind, Mr. O'Hara was talking to his daughter, Scarlett O'Hara. They were standing on the land of Tara, which was the name of their uh, plantation. And Mr. O'Hara said, Scarlet, land is the only thing worth fighting for, worth dying for. It's yours. You own it. And no one should be able to take it away. Well, this crowd wants to take it away. And when we talk about land, I like to go to the people that are the experts and have spent as, almost as much time as I have studying this but in a more in-depth way. And I have asked an old friend, and I won't use the word old in, in, in other, anything other than we have known each other for a long time. And it is always a pleasure to have Kathleen Marquette join me and explain, Kathleen, what is going on with this land grab? And thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Karen, for inviting me. I really appreciate being able to, to tell another audience. Um, but you don't have 40 hours for me to explain it. So <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll have to condense it into today's show. But I know you and I know you'll get the message out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what I'd like to, you know, it's been now 23, no, 20 one years since, um, 31 years since they brought, they gave us Agenda 21 Sustainable Development. And ever since then, you and I and Tom and so many others have been talking about this issue. And we started explaining it the, from the beginning. They were going to make smart cities, um, and smart cities, they describe it, you know. Um, and one of the important things in it was we kept telling people they were going to put in stack and pack housing, and and they didn't understand. And 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 an article I wrote about the ideal communist city, which was the ideal communist city designed for East Germany um, after the split of Berlin, the communist designed cities that would have a bottom floor with businesses and restaurants and things. And then the next floor would, couple floors would be for living and the next floors would be for businesses. And, and I was just in Berlin a few years ago. And let me tell you, the word deplorable doesn't come close. And my daughter was with me, who is not at all uh, involved in in this issue, and she couldn't believe how ugly and awful they are. But what what I wanted, what I'd like to say about today is when we started with the smart cities, and we were describing what was happening—that they wanted you to be near the 
the the buildings they were building would be near the railroad tracks and people didn't understand that this was to get you out of your cars yes and mobility is very very important to them they don't want us to be able to move at will they don't want us to be uh, able to get around and visit and, and do. They want us to, what did they call them, Kathleen, 15-minute cities? Yeah, well, the interesting thing is 15-minute cities are the final step. Well, not quite the final step. The final step is eradicating the cities and the people in it altogether. But it's the final step of the smart city. The smart city was to control us and get us all into these cities. And then the 15-minute cities are to keep track of your every, every movement in these cities. And they're saying, oh, all these cities that are saying they want to do it, they're just so excited. They're saying, remember when the lockdown happened? It was really neat. I got to meet my neighbors, blah, blah. You know, I'm 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 shopping in my own neighborhood. I'm doing all this. But you could sure as heck do it before they locked us down and you learned how to do If you wanted to meet your neighbors, you could have gone and meet your neighbors. Grow up. What this is not about getting you to meet your neighbors is getting you to tell you this is the only community you're ever going to have. If your kids live like my whole family lives in Montana or my daughter in Germany, tough gazarbies, guys. You don't get to go there. You stay in your 15-minute city because you probably don't have the carbon credits to even get to Montana, let alone Germany. So this is what's happening. They're going to control your every movement. They're going to have, they already have spies in your house and all the smart equipment you have, your refrigerator. You don't think it knows what's going on. I mean, they're they're spying on you every which way but loose. And, and it's going to be worse. If you try to get out of your city and you don't have the credit and permission, the credits and permission, you may... I don't know. You may become what do they call it? Um, you uh, uh, obvious, useful, useless eater, and they'll just say, "Okay, um, we need you to fertilize that. We need your body to fertilize that tree over there now." I mean, I, I'm I'm saying these things so that you understand. They they have already talked about us being used as fertilizer and compost. So don't think that I'm being outrageous. It's just, it's where they're going. You you need to listen to what they're saying. You know, you'll have nothing and you'll be happy. Well, guess what? There's another step after that. You won't have anything because you won't be here. So we'll be happy, say the overlords. And also, let us remember that this is not a party line item because the original implementer of this, as Kathleen said, we were uh, doing this for years and years and years, but the one that really initiated this was George Bush 43 when they forced everyone to have smart meters because those meters can connect and control your appliances in your house and you no longer have control to turning on and off your appliances. 
I don't want you to do to uh, Kathleen. You can't do your laundry between ten and twelve. You don't can only do it after twelve. So we'll shut off your washing machine. That's the way that's going to work. These people are in your house, as Kathleen said. They are there already, aren't they, Kathleen? Oh. They're totally in your house, on your phone, on your computer, on your washing machine, your refrigerator, and that little robot that vacuums your floor. Oh, and your doorbell. I mean, people have no comprehension of how much they know everything you do. Yes, I have a smartphone that I put fingernail polish over the camera so they can't watch me through that end. But they can listen. They can read every word I write. Um, and and it, everybody, I don't have a television, so I don't have that problem. But, you know, you'd have to go back and live like Little House on the Prairie if you wanted to be free of this. And and they, oh, but they're, oh, dear. Oh, I made a mistake. They have those 5G towers and... Um, a lot of people now have the what MNRA in their bodies, and those are also tracking devices. Everything they're doing seems to be a tracking device because they are so paranoid that we will talk to each other. Eventually, I believe if they are able to, quote, get Trump, and they have already uh gone after and and gotten the man who uh, presented a meme about Hillary Clinton seven years ago, folks, seven years ago, he presented a meme about Hillary Clinton and voting. And now he has the prospect of going to jail for 10 years for showing a meme making fun of Hillary Clinton voters. This is serious. They are not fooling, and they want us to go away, and they certainly want anyone who speaks out to be sure that they will go away. And by go away, I don't mean uh, move to another area. By go away, as Kathleen said, we will become the compost of the area. So it seems as though, Kathleen, they are trying to do exactly what Dr. Kaufman a dear friend who passed away, uh, created the map. And that was the Wildlands map. And if you look at this map, people, humans, will only be able to live in the little black dots that are on this map. They won't be able to spread out. Won't. What about the farms? What about areas like that, Kathleen? How do we get fed? How do we eat? They're going to have cities that have bug factories in them. But you brought up the the Wildlands Project, and that's so important for people to understand now that these smart cities and 15-minute cities are going to be the only place you can live because they are taking up, and they're taking up land. They're taking up land from farmers besides the Chinese and Bill Gates and all who have bought up so much America's farmland, I guess, so they can feed the global elite while we starve on bugs. But what they're doing is if you look at the wildlands map and the map of what they're taking right now from people um, with they're doing this carbon pipeline 
where it's over seven states, I believe, they're going to make this pipeline runs 1,300 miles, and they have to take off the whole layer of topsoil on the this hole where the pipeline is going to be. So that land, even if we ever get it, take it back after they get it, we'll never be able to grow crops on it because you have to have topsoil. But that that what they're doing is if you look on this map, they're taking up land for that, for the factories, for the EV battery, uh, you know, electric vehicle batteries. Here in Tennessee, there's they're taking up thousands of acres to make cities where they're going to be manufacturing these batteries. Um, but you look at all the map and all the places that they're, they're taking away from us or going, you know, they make these like the EV battery cities, they can wipe them out quite easily. And then you're back down to the to the cities that we're going to be allowed in. And and let me step forward before I continue this. But once you're in those cities, you're totally controllable. And when they're ready and they've decided that they've got the number of useful idiots they need and the rest of us are just useless eaters, all they have to do is turn off the water in the sewer and those cities are going to be gone. You're you're not going to be able to survive them. And with the 15-minute city, you're not going to be able to get out of it because they're controlling you. So understand that we need to stop and we need to be living not in these controllable cities so that we're harder to get at. But what they're doing with the with the, all these cities with on the wildlands map is to take away all the land. And as you pointed out, um, land is the only thing worth dying for. Well, not quite, but if you don't own land, where are you going to put the only thing you finally do own is your thoughts. Because you don't own your body if you don't own land and property. They own your body because your body's standing on their property and that's illegal. Understand, get down to the bottom line. We must own property to own us. We're property. We need, we all we have left is our minds. Think about that. Think about it and do something. Yes, absolutely. And by doing something, what you need to be doing is checking out Kathleen's website, which is um, AmericanPolicyer.org. Please go there, read the articles. You will find the Wildlands map. But if even uh, if you want to do a quick search for it, just go to whatever browser you use, and I hope it's not Google, but type in um, Michael Kaufman, C-O-F-F-M-A-N, Wildlands Map, and the map will appear, and you will be horrified when you see what they have planned. Please go there, and you will find the Wildlands Map, and take notice of the Wildlands Map. Now, they are constantly telling us 
we are overpopulated. We can't feed the population that we have. We have big problems in America. There's not going to be enough food. There's not going to be enough land. Well, that is a huge lie because today, if you look at the map of America, you will see that only about 5% of the actual land of America is owned by someone. 5%. So we're talking about 95% of vacant land in America. So how is that overpopulated? Well, it's overpopulated if I deem all of that land as part of the wildlands program and shove you people into little areas that I can control. They call them megacities. And I just read, Kathleen, and I wanted to share this with you, and I believe even uh, Glenn Beck mentioned it. In order for them to eliminate Single-family housing, all they have to do is zone it out of existence, and that's what they're doing. But not only are they doing that, they're curtailing development so that the developers will only develop exactly what they want. And I was reading that in uh, San Francisco, if you wanted to put up a a, a house, an apartment complex, uh, whatever it was that you wanted to put up, it takes a thousand days of planning. It takes 87 permits to get your project done and approximately $350,000 in fees. And if that doesn't discourage anyone from building, I don't know what does. Why would you want to build under those circumstances? But rather than saying you can't build, what they do is they present policies that are so overbearing and oppressive that nobody wants to build. Isn't that their MO, Kathleen? Oh, that's part of it. Um, speaking of San Francisco, uh, I left there 2011, and they had already put in the law that in order to sell your home, it had to be um, green. It had to be upgraded to have all the sustainable things. So the and back then the average cost, the lowest cost of doing that would be like twenty five thousand. But one of the things you mentioned is that they're they're saying getting rid of single family housing. I think it was ten years ago, and I could be wrong, but Oregon declared in. The, the largest counties in Oregon, that they're no longer allowed to build single family homes. And we're getting more of that, more of that all the time. And you're going to see this. And you, and you talked about how the, um, the building, the contractors who do it uh, are doing more, are following more of these rules where the American Planning Association uh, many years ago have told everybody we are you all of your general plans have to be such and such way and even the realtors refuse to fight it without understanding once you once you get th this in your general plan and practically every every town and city in the country should have it now in their plan that single family homes are 
are going to be very, very hard to get. There's a blue line around the cities, and it all has to be made with stack them and pack them housing. And I don't know how people live like that. They've done studies with the rats that can't live close together. I think part of this is to make people go crazy. And people think that if you own a condo, that you own that, you don't own it. You're only renting it because you're not allowed to do anything with it that you want. You have to follow all the rules. Um, it's just, it's it's overwhelming. And I'm probably throwing so many things in here because there's so much that people have no idea what's going on. Well, hold that thought, everyone. And we're going to be right back after the break. So do not go away. Kathleen, where can they find you and your writing? AmericanPolicy.org. And I'm on News with Views. And I don't know, probably another hundred places. Please go and read what Kat, the articles that Kathleen has written so that you will have a clearer understanding of what is in store for us and this great country. Before we go on the break, I wanted to leave you with this thought. I always like to reference the 45 goals of communism that are in the congressional record um, January 10th, 1963, Representative Herlong from Florida presented the goals. We are talking today about goal 33. Goal number 33 says eliminate all laws and or procedures which interfere with the operation of the communist apparatus. One of the highest communist goals is the goal to own all of your land. And they will stop at nothing to get it. Now, how do I know that? Well, I like to go back and I like to read the things that they say out of their own words, which you can go and find as well. So let's hear what their leaders had to say. Karl Marx, who was the author of the Communist Manifesto and the leader of this whole movement, said that he had a deep hatred for the idea that people would own private property. To him, nothing, nothing should be private. Everything, including you, your person, your land, your belongings, your religion, your family, should belong to the state. Today's communists in the 20th and 21st centuries believe that the focus should be on the land and the fact that Americans can own land. This will present a huge problem for them as other people in other countries may want to own things too. So therefore, the best way to do it is that nobody will own it the government will be in charge. Now, Maurice Strong, who was one of the authors of Agenda 21, he was an oil billionaire. Oh, that's interesting. Why would they be prohibiting oil leases if he's an oil billionaire? Because Maurice was not in favor of competition. As a matter of fact, he hated competition. So what did he say? He said that 
land because of its unique nature and the crucial role it plays in human settlements cannot be treated as an ordinary asset controlled by individuals and subject to the pressures and inefficiencies of the market. Private land ownership is also a principal instrument in the accumulation and concentration of wealth and therefore contributes to social injustice. If unchecked, it may become a major obstacle in the planning and implementation of the development schemes. Social justice, urban renewal, and development, the provision of decent dwellings and healthy conditions for the people can only be achieved if land is used in the interest of society as a whole. In other words, the government should own it. Well, the communists want your land, and they will do anything that they can to get it. And the question is going to be, what are you going to do? I would suggest that you take a look at a couple of articles, one in the Daily Caller, where Jamie Dimon, who is the uh, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, said that Americans are, are not giving up their land fast enough to help climate change. We can't put up enough windmills. We can't put enough solar panels. So therefore, we should take the land under eminent domain. This is going to be going on all over the country. Make sure not in your county. And go to your county and look at your comprehensive plan called the comp plan of your development of your community. And make sure that in your comp plan, it says protection of private property. If you don't protect private property, you can't fight for it in court. And on that note, we will be right back. Don't go away, folks. Kathleen and Karen will be right back. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, 
it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Worried about spike protein? Dr. Peter McCullough and the Wellness Company may have a solution. Get the incredible American-made GMO-free spike formula from the Wellness Company. Go to twc.health and use promo code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Karen Schoen. This is the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Why do I always harp upon the schools? Why am I telling you to get your kids out of those government indoctrination clinics called schools? Basically, your children are learning nothing except to hate you to not understand their rights, to not understand the importance of private property. And as Kathleen put it, uh, private property is not just land. It's you, your person, the things that you own. Why is the government trying to take that away? And how are they doing that? Well, they have dreamed up a tremendous amount of programs, and they have started these programs years and years and years ago. Nobody remembers that. Remember I said George Bush 43 is the one that brought us the smart meters, and those were a big Chinese development program. We gave millions upon millions, if not billions of dollars to the Chinese to develop the smart meters that we have on our houses. And what does that do? It gives the government more control. But that's not the only thing that they use, is it, Kathleen? They have all these plans and programs, and everyone really seems to be doing the same thing, which says, you will own nothing and they will be happy. So what can you tell us about, about the, oh, the environmental NGOs? How are they fitting into this? Well, it's fascinating because um, all of this started with all the environmental groups called the Grant, Environmental Grant Makers Association was put together by these green groups, supposedly the Sierra Club, the Na- Nature Conservancy, Um, All of those groups, Earth First, we thought they they really were tree huggers. And some of them were probably tree huggers. World Wildlife Fund, they weren't tree huggers. But what happened is, as soon as Agenda 21 was announced, these organizations pretty much dried up and went away, which they didn't. They're still involved, but they... All of a sudden now they're working with Agenda 21, with the UN. They're non-governmental organizations from the United 
affiliated with the United Nations, most of them probably thought up by the global elite who put this together. Um, so, you know, you have to now understand they weren't in it for for saving the land and the, and the little critters in it. They were in it to take away the land from us. Before we get into all this, uh, something just came out that the Biden administration has new rules on letting green groups lease federal land away from oil and ranching. You know, uh, there's a lot of land from the BLM that gets leased to ranchers and they and the, the ranchers and all have to take care of that land. And they do. That land is it, these ranchers wouldn't be fourth and fifth and sixth generation ranchers if they hadn't taken really good care of the land. But we're always told that they're destroying the land. Well, now what they're going that that they have the proposal will explain expand the land health standards to the entirety of the two hundred. 45 million acres managed by the Bureau of Land Management prioritize the des designated areas of critical environmental concern uh -huh, and establish a leasing framework for private partners to perform climate restoration and mitigation ex efforts on public land, okay? They're going to take the land away from mining and ranching so that these groups that want to do climate restoration, and you know, I'm sure your audience is 100% knowledgeable that there is no problem with the climate. The climate always changes, and they just made it up to have an excuse to come after us. Yes, and what they are using is what Bill Clinton put in place, which was called the GAP program, and it's the GAP analysis program, or they call it GAP for short, and it divides the land into ecosystems. It discusses the properties that are not yet under control of the state and federal government, in other words, private property, and land that is leased to ranchers. That remember when I said only 5% of America is populated, listen to the numbers that Kathleen is talking about as to this land. Well, what happens to the land? Well, the ranchers were leasing it from the federal government in order to be able to either make their herd, been able to use it and graze, or create food sources for us. Well, they don't want us to eat. They want us to eat bugs, or they want us to eat what Bill Gates has decided is allowable. And as a result of that, they take these programs, which we at one time thought were wonderful, saving the birds from the Audubon Society, the Sierra Club paying attention to wildlife. That doesn't happen anymore. Now they want to close that land take it away from we the people. Now remember, according to our constitution, the government may not own land except around the government building. Millions of acres of land, there's no government buildings. So the government really doesn't own that land. We the people own it. 
we finally have some states that are paying attention and are saying, wait a minute, no more Chinese, no more CCP ownership of American farmland. But they're not stopping people like Bill Gates, who are the same group of people that believe that we should own nothing so they can be happy. What are some of these programs, environmental programs or programs that they are using and especially teaching, training our kids that they should be renters, not owners, knowing full well that ownership of something is what gives you leverage. It gives you the ability to create wealth. I think that's the problem, Kathleen. They don't want us to be wealthy because then we might compete with them. Absolutely. But it does more, as we discussed earlier. Ownership gives us free liberty. It gives, if we own something, they can't touch it. That gives us freedom that we do not have. If you don't own your home, and like I said, you don't own, you don't own a a condominium if you live in it and they and they have all those rules for those but people need to understand what's going on and i know most of this is going on in the midwest and the west as far as talking about these 245 million acres of land but they are taking up our land they're using conservation easements um Maybe, uh, Kathleen, can you explain a conservation easement for people that, for our audience that may not be that familiar with what it is? Let me, let me give you a simple description of some. Okay. Um, Rich people, Californians, movie stars go to Montana and they see a ranch and they want it. And they, and the realtor says, oh, that's not for sale. That's been in the family for generations. And the guy said, well, how much would it be worth if I could buy it? And he, he says, oh, probably $2 million. So the movie star goes in there and says, here, I'll give you $10 million for this land. Okay? And mm-hmm. how many are going to say no to that? So then the movie star takes over the land, puts it in a conservation easement, which takes it off the, off the tax rolls. So now... In order to keep the tax rolls where they need to be, all the adjacent farmers and all the people there have to have their taxes raised. It's taken off the tax rolls when you and and even if that farmer put it into a conservation easement because the taxes were just getting too much and and he wanted to be able to give it to his children. Well, some of them your children can use the same way you are using it as farmland only, but others stop with the death of the person that donated it, put it on the conservation easement. And for now and forever, that land cannot be used for ranching, farming, anything. It's so basically they're cutting out all that land with conservation easements. And then they have also groups like it's called the American Prairie. It's a it's a, a 501c3 group that wants to have all this primitive land that, you know, they want to bring back to how it was before. But they've been allowed to they've been allowed to use BLM land, which was set up strictly for ranching to 
they've been allowed to take and lease those with these these groups that are now taking away the land and people don't people don't get it it, it they don't and oh another let me give you one more description so um the the say that the nature's conservancy you know they get they buy gazillions of acres and they bought they want a piece of land but they don't want it they don't want to pay so much and so what they do is get the federal con government somebody there to go in and condemn that land and then they buy it up for 10 cents on the dollar and if and if that land isn't a piece they want they'll trade it to the government for another piece that they stole off somebody so we're looking at at such complicated things that are just totally tied all together, but we don't understand because they're attacking us from 50 sides, not five sides. They're attacking us every way they can. And people, you know, you're not gonna ever understand everything. I don't, and I've been studying this for over 30 years. So, but, and you get overwhelmed, but you do need to, when you, decide a dear dear friend of mine just decided she and her sister decided to sell the local their ranch in Colorado not sell it put it in it in an easement and I couldn't say anything you know you can't say anything to people but if you're going to do it you need to look into what does this mean and Tom wrote a great book called sustainability and sustainable and it describes conservation easements and all these, uh, a lot of these other things. Some of them haven't popped up by then, but it gives you, it, it'll give you a whole list of ways they're taking your land. I don't have a great imagination, but I'm imagined down the road, say a farmer that uses some sort of fertilizer on his land. Oh dear, that fertilizer might blow over in a windstorm to the land that's on the conservation easement and they're going to make up rules that you can't do that i mean and this is just you know my imperfect imagination but let me guarantee you this they, they, they'll find one way or another to get all the land that they can get. So we just have to say no. And people just, like you said, I'm an old friend. I'm an old friend. And I'm willing to stand up and, and, and say no to them. And people, if you don't have to be afraid to say no, you can just say no and say, you're not taking my land. I'm not giving it to you. But you have to learn what is happening so that you can say, have an informational no when you say it. Otherwise, they'll talk you around until they talk you out of it. Oh, they certainly will. And they will do all kinds of things uh, claiming you are either a racist. Did you know that single family houses are now racist? <laughs> oh, don't. Everything is <laughs> Everything racist. Everything is racist. And it might not yep. have been racist last month, and it might not be racist next month, but it, everything is racist, including the black guy that says he wants to own private property. I mean, he must be racist. So it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter. I mean, you might have a transsexual that wants to own property, and that person would even be racist. This we are living in a, a, such a crazy upside down world that that 
you you're breaking the law when you're breathing. You might have swallowed a bug that they didn't want to use for food. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And it is so important. And the thing that people don't understand also with the conservation easement, if you have an easement on your property, and let's say you want to cut down a tree someplace else on your property, you have to go to the people that own the easement and get permission from them. And by the way, BLM is not Black Lives Matter. It is the Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> they are the ones that control, quote, government property. They're supposed to manage it. Well, unfortunately, they don't manage it. And a perfect example of that are all the fires that we now have in our forests, because rather than allowing the people to do logging, forcing us to buy our lumber from foreign countries, including Canada, um, they are not allowing us to use the land and reforest it. They would rather see the trees go up in smoke rather than allowing you, me, to own anything. That's how evil these people are. It's almost like if I can't have it, I'm going to make sure that it gets destroyed so you won't have it either. And that's, I believe, exactly what they are after. Property rights in America are so important because that was the way, and our founders understood that, that was the way that people were able to accumulate wealth. You could build something in your house. I wonder how many people would be able to build a Microsoft in their garage today. That's the way it was created. Microsoft was built in Bill Gates's basement or garage. And how many people would be able to build something in their garage today? Not with Big Brother watching you. You wouldn't be able to build anything. You won't be able to do anything. And as a result of that, your wealth is diminished. And that's the idea. And uh, it was, it's, very, very scary to see, but I see it coming out of the schools. Nobody says, where does this come from? People have to be trained to give up their freedom. They have to be trained to be able to understand that they should own nothing and that owning nothing is more important. They have to be trained to say that they like living in a, what is it, in, in Agenda 21, you can have 700 square feet in your apartment if you're a family of four. Think about that. And we've also, we mentioned Agenda 21, but let's tie it together. What is Agenda 21? It was the original plan signed by George Bush 41, who never read it because it wasn't written then, but it was, if I remember correctly, 340 pages, 40 chapters of how to control every aspect of human activity. And when we discovered it, Kathleen, how many times have they changed the name of the exactly the same program? Well, every time we figure it out. And one of the things I wanted to bring up right now is that if you look at this, all of it is designed to destroy the middle class because the poor people, I own nothing, I'll be happy. They'll say that. 
The middle class won't. The middle class are the only ones that will stand up and say no, the ones that are willing to fight because they understand, or those uh, in the middle class that were educated before, what, 1990? Um, but yes, they changed the name of everything so that you don't realize it's the same thing that they've been doing all along. They want to give it a new updated name, you know, one that works well in a meme or something. You're absolutely right. They they change the name as fast as we as fast as we figure out what it is. So we've had Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Sustainable Development, the Great Reset, and the New Green Deal, and yet they are all exactly the same program. If you look at the end, the end says the government will own everything and you will own nothing. What can you tell our audience, Kathleen? What should they be aware of in their local communities? What should they look for in their local zoning and planning um, documents? You go in and see if there's anything that says that we protect private property. I guarantee you won't find that. But you start looking at the building codes and see if they allow single-family home. Right now is probably the most crucial thing. But they have everything in the building codes from rainwater runoff, which means if you have a church and a big parking lot, you're going to be like in one South Carolina town. They pay $25,000 a month for rainwater runoff. There's also a hillside issue. If you build on the side of a hill, that's going to... They're not going to let you build if the angle is steeper than they want it to. And they're putting in all of these um, circles in town, you know, where you have to go around this circle and veer off to this road or that road. It's a, it's a too long story to tell, but look up John Jay and why they quit building circles. They, they were built in Washington, D.C. so that they could set up cannons at the circles, but they're dangerous they impede our services like ambulance and police and, and fire trucks. There's so many things. I think I'd have to write a book about it to just to tell you right now. <laughs> I think that's a very good idea. <laughs> I think you should do that. Yes. So America's poor are rich compared to the people that are coming here. But what they are doing is diminishing the livelihood and the ability of Americans to accumulate wealth. They are petrified if we accumulate wealth. They are petrified that the middle class will ask questions and say no, and that's what we have to do. Kathleen, what parting words can you say to our audience about what their job should be before we have to leave? Their job just needs to be to get educated and find out what is really going on in your in your little town and and build a build a freedom pot in your town. Start taking your town back from the lowest office, the, the city attorney, all the way up. Start putting people in that have integrity. You've got to take your town back or you're gonna lose. That's 
exactly the simplest truth that you could possibly say. Stick to the truth, people, and you will never go wrong. Kathleen, where can people find you? AmericanPolicy.org. Okay, folks, now you know. And Tom, Deweese, and Kathleen have written incredible articles bringing to the forefront what this administration and other communist administrations are trying to do to the American people, to us, to we the people. We, the strongest thing that we can do is to learn the truth and act upon the truth and make sure that our legislators also hear what's going on. Florida passed a horrible bill. We'll talk about that next week, but that will diminish a lot of the towns in Florida if we let that bill stand. Uh, We cannot do that. So please enjoy your week. Have a wonderful time, and I will see you again next week. This is Karen Schoen. You have been listening to The Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Again, please go and join the alliance. You do not have to be in Florida to take advantage of the things that the alliance is doing. Pay attention to the micro schools and start one in your community. There is no reason why Americans cannot be educated to be the best that they can be. Get your kids out of those indoctrination clinics and I will see you next week.